Hello and welcome to Maldorma TV. I'm Tobias Alber and this is episode 19. And I'm Magnus Alber. In the previous episode, we have talked about our visit to Rishikesh and Dharamsala. Yeah, and we had a whole series of uh, episodes where we visited a lot of places in India. Yeah, but since then we have also done a few new things, including you visiting Ramdas and Krishnas quite recently. Yeah, on Hawaii. And I also want to bring up one year ago I was attending a concert with Krishnas in New York, so I'm going to talk about that as well. Yeah, and both Ramdas and Krishnas have been uh, quite a big part of our spiritual journey uh, with book, their books and the lectures on the net and also Krishna's music that mm. I think both of us listen to pretty much daily for a few years back. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know, if, if it wasn't for Ramdas and Krishna's, I'm not sure if we would have made that journey to Nanital and to the Himalayan mountains and no. in Karoli Baba. So they were the two people who introduced us to, to Maharaji. So yeah. We are very thankful for that and thankful for their wonderful music and their lectures as well. And a lot of the teachings that they both have, the path of the heart, the bhakti, yoga way, uh, has been a big part of our own spiritual practice and also been the reason why we have experienced some of the things that we have experienced that we have talked about earlier. Yeah, so both of us have seen Krishna Das and I have seen Ram Das and we want to talk about those two meetings because they was really amazing. Yeah. So you just returned a few weeks ago from Hawaii where you were able to meet both of them. Yeah, I attended the Thanksgiving satsang that Ram Das hold uh, every year. With the, and Krishnas was the guest there. And then the day after, Krishnas had a Kirtan concert. Uh, and they were in a church on Hawaii, Maui. Mm. And actually, I will, can also say that for days after this event, my mind tried to understand what had happened inside my heart because, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, it was a very confusing and wonderful event Yeah, in many ways and i I think uh i mean both of us have now experienced the the effects of the kirtan that krishna has led but uh, i haven't been to ramdas but i have read about him his state of being so i can just imagine what it would be like to be in someone's presence whose whose heart is just wide open and he's just uh, radiating love 24 7 anyone who have read his most recent books uh, or listen to his most recent talks uh, for the past few years on the internet that are available can clearly see that he's come a long way on his journey and meeting him was well pretty much the biggest thing in when it comes to meeting a person that have a really deep effect on you I have never met a person that have affected me that much as Ram Dass uh, did and that's 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 quite interesting because if you if you look at a lecture with with Ramdas nowadays he's he's having trouble to speak be, because of his stroke and, yeah. and so on but i feel like when i listen to ramdas and i i'm assuming just when you're in his presence as well yeah. he has the words that he says is carrying something way more ba- than back when he was fully functional of yeah. talking and holding yeah. all these lectures all around the, the world yeah. on, around the US 
Yeah. There's something in his presence, in his words, that's just a completely different vibration nowadays. Yeah, and also when you meet him in person, there's a, another dimension to it that's not that is not transmitted, at least not for me, over video and mm. books, even though they are quite powerful as well. Yeah. Uh, so I can just jump into it, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I went to... This church on Maui, I think it's called... Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to pronounce it. I'm going to pronounce <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> but a church. It's on a website. Uh, the article about this event, you can read it there with exactly, the exact location of it. But uh, first, it, the evening started with Krishnadas and his band playing for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then Ramdas entered the stage together with Krishnadas and Raghu Marcus. Mm-hmm. And... Immediately when Ramdas came in and came up to the stage, you could literally see how people kind of just lit up all over the church. Uh, it was so obvious what a huge impact his presence had on people. Mm. And I mean, uh, if you read about, I, I come across a few articles and yeah. people just mentioning it in what it's been like to be in Ramdas's presence. And yeah. I think uh, one story that comes to mind was one person who um, he was listening through the satsang and when he came up to hug him, yeah. he just was bathing in love. Yeah. So he has a tremendous effect on people. That's Yeah, and also he, um, I could immediately feel this enormous stillness inside of me while sitting and listening to him. Mm. Uh, this inner peace that I felt just being in his presence. And for me, I didn't really care about what he said because I had read the books, I had listened to the lectures. I didn't really feel that I needed to learn something intellectual anymore uh, in that sense. And I could have just sit there and he he didn't really need to talk at all. Uh, Actually, for me, the most powerful moments was when he didn't speak, when he just sat there and looked at uh, the audience and I think yeah. it's pretty much a good thing that he has trouble talking today mm. because it brings another dimension to it where people just have to be very present and uh, yeah they have to wait they can't process that much information and I think it's a good thing you can see he has a completely different way of working now compared to the old days when he was very verbal and talking a lot. He just sits there and radiates love and joy. And he doesn't have to do much more than that, actually, to affect people deeply. Yeah, I mean, the the self is expressed through silence. Yeah. If, and I think uh, the way he does it um, is just amazing. I mean... Yeah the way he can just make people silence yeah. because that's when you get it. Yeah. You can have as much information, you can get all the information and you have yeah. all this intellectual understanding yeah. which isn't really showing you what the self actually is. Yeah. But when you're in his presence and you can like come down to the state of being where you can get a glimpse of the self, yeah. then there's not really any need for words because it, it's there, you're feeling it. Yeah. The silence has it all. Yeah, and it's exactly, it's not the words that are important. It's something beyond words. And you can for sure sense that when you're in the presence of Ramdas. And I could also see that everyone in the church was deeply affected by his presence. Uh, the whole church was filled with love and joy. And 
just no one I think I can speak for pretty much everyone in there wanted this event to ever to end mm. uh, and when he finally got off the stage you, I kind of felt oh, no I want more I want more <laughs> like this greedy yeah. child just drinking as much as I can while I had the chance basically yeah and it's I can imagine that it's uh, they talk about it both Krishnadas and Ramdas when they were with Maharaji yeah they never wanted to leave him. They never yeah. wanted to be in any other place because yeah. when they were sitting in front of him, they were just feeling this un- unconditional love and yeah. there were no problems at all in the world. And that was exa- exactly how I felt when I was in his presence. And I actually remember thinking that this must have been in some way what, what it was like to be in the presence of Maharaja. It, it felt for me like he was a full-blown guru already. I didn't feel... Pre- really the same thing about Krishnadas and, and Raghumarkas, not the same level at least. Uh, there was something special about Ramdas's presence that mm-hmm. I cannot really put into words, but it was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, both Raghumarkas and Krishnadas are wonderful people, of yeah. course, but there's something to Ramdas's presence that even when you look at it from a yeah. from a video or li- listen to him talk yeah. there's just some some level of him that's um, yeah i don't know <laughs> for me it even looked like they kind of enjoyed sitting behind, next to him as well and just drinking as much as they could as well i don't know for sure it's just my impression yeah. that i had but after this event, I'm not going to say too much about what he talked about. He talked about some, you know, the ego, soul and God and uh, his guru, of course, Maharaji. But in this episode, I, pre- I want to talk about the impression uh, I had of him. Mm-hmm. And some of it actually came a few days after the event. Uh, during the event... I could sense this tremendous love, joy, and peace. And uh, not much happened in the outer. Uh, after the event, uh, I had the, pos- uh, the opportunity to, to go up to him and take a photo. And when I went up to him, he took my hand and looked into my eyes. And I remember just, I don't know what happened, really. <laughs> uh, it was an amazing experience. I, I, I just felt my heart bursting open with love for this man. Uh, and I could barely speak. I was just stuttering, basically. I didn't know what to say. I couldn't... I, I knew that I had thought out a few things to say in beforehand, but all that just vanished, and I couldn't really speak. So I kind of took the photos and walked away a little bit dazed, actually. And <laughs> yeah, Maybe there were no need for any words. No, I don't think so. Uh, so... So I I just uh, I think I thanked him for his books or something like that. I that was the only thing I could think of at the time. I was so so much was happening inside uh, that I wasn't really able to speak. But and then I after I had this encounter with I had talked with Ramdas. I went back and talked a little bit with with Krishnadas as well, and I had a little bit longer chat with him. And then I also talked a little bit to Arjun and uh, Nina Rao, the band members of Krishna Das. Yeah, and I, one thing that it's so amazing meeting these people is that you see how just how humble they are. Yeah, yeah. There's 
there's no like yeah hey look at me i'm the big rock star no, 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 or like, no. nothing like that so, that's so nice humble people down to earth yeah. people amazingly humble i mean krishna does is so easy to feel good around him he's really down to earth he feels really human uh yeah but ramdas was something extraordinary uh it's really hard to put words on it as i said and i'm going to talk a little bit about what happened afterwards uh, but i do think before that we talk about krishna das because this was the first event the first night in maui where ramdas had his satsang mm-hmm. and then the day after this it was a krishna's concert about three hours where he played kirtan and i was sitting just in front of him and singing along the all, ni- all night and went deeper and deeper into myself during the evening and it was a roller coaster of experiences insights and eventually a huge breakthrough basically yeah i can just agree on that um when i attended the krishna das concert roughly one year ago uh, as you said it's a ro- roller coaster up yeah. and down and it's yeah. so much that when you're attending a concert there's so much that boils up from deep within yeah yeah it's just released and it's processed and yeah um, i can't really explain exactly what happens but it's just uh, yeah you on one level it feels like it is changing you but on another level it feels like it's not doing that much i mean you're when you're there when you're taking part of the the concert there's as you said there's just a roller coaster of experiences emotions and everything you go through um, but afterwards, at least for me, when I attended the concert, I wouldn't say that like it's been a big like big change in my personality or anything like groundbreaking. Um, but nevertheless, I think that shows that uh, one re- realization that came to me when I had this when I was at this concert is yeah. that did you have to do it constantly? Yeah. I mean, when you're attending a Krishna's concert, I don't think you should expect that you attend one concert and everything is just served on a plate for you. No, no, no. I think it. what it shows for me most of all is that it shows you that with this kind of practice, with constant chanting towards God, with yeah. constant focus towards God, yeah. that's when the real magic happens. Yeah, one of the insights I had during the concert that came to me as a kind of a intu- intuitive knowledge uh, was that it's such an easy technique that Krishna does teaches, uh, repeating God's name over and over again. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to have any expectations. You don't have to search any highs. Uh, you just do it over and over again and let things happen by itself mm. over time. Yeah. I just remember thinking to myself when I was at this concert, I'm like, what if on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, yeah. people would attend Kirtan, like all yeah, people yeah. would attend it how much impact would it have huge i, I think. think that yes i mean when all looked around at all the people there were smiles all yeah. around yeah. um you could feel the effects a few days afterwards as well just, yeah. but if you're continuously doing this yeah i think that would have a huge effect on people yeah and i mean you can feel the also the effects of doing it together with people and especially together with a man like Krishna does who really gets into the zone and get, 
really connected to his guru while he sings. Mm. I mean, we have listened a lot to him over the years, and I have listened to a lot of other artists as well singing kirtan, but very few can, you know, grab your heart like his voice do. You can re- you can really connect that he is. You can feel that he's connected to Maharaji when he sings. And it's so obvious when you listen to him live. And I think one aspect of it as well, or at least what I felt when I attended the concert was, exactly as you said, that yeah. you can feel Maharaji's presence yeah. in his voice. Yeah. But you, I could also, what happened for me was everyone within the room, everyone who attended this concert yeah. just felt oneness, like it was a oneness bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A oneness bubble that was just in this in this room and that's perhaps you what i felt from the christianas concert yeah. what i'm trying to explain earlier was that you can go into this bubble and stay there for a while but yeah. then you have to go out of the yeah. bubble yeah but if you can continuously attend or do these kind of practices yeah. the bubble becomes there all the time there's yeah. no eventually no, you remove the the border there's no bubble yeah. anymore exactly you don't it's not in and out it's eventually you will be in yeah the bubble all the time if you want to call it the bubble yeah uh, and i also felt that i mean i had a huge experience several big experiences during this concert and i know that most people there connected to similar things in their own ways i mean i think things happen for pretty much the majority of people attending the concert mm. and I realized how powerful this really is, this this um, practice that he does together with people. And one of the experiences that I had during the concert was, the first experience I had was I could connect to the beingness of everything in that we are sharing the same beingness. I have experienced this many times before during meditation and psychedelics and things like that, like that, that there is this, Everything is. There's this isness to everything. The sound is. My body is. My mind is. My thoughts are. And all of that. And it's the same isness in everything. Yeah. There's no... Uh, everything that we experience is carried by the same isness. The same beingness. And yeah. I really could connect to that during uh, this concert for a while. And I went into this state of just love and bliss. But then it passed. I got got out of it, and I remember, remember one very humbling experience that happened a while after this. Uh, during one of the pauses where Christmas talks, he pulled a joke, and behi- right behind me, a woman laughed out really loud. And I remember I judged her, my mind judged her immediately mm-hmm. for kind of being this suck up to Krishna, wanting his intention attention mm. and i immediately after i judged her for that i judged myself for judging her yeah. and i went into this really bad mood uh, of i felt bad for being for judging her for laughing pretty much mm. and i realized that i wasn't actually judging her at all it was just a projection of my own Uh, lack of self-love that I was actually judging myself for not laughing at the joke that I was not able to laugh because of who I am and my suffering and all of that and I kind of became even more depressed 
that realizing that I was not able to be as happy as she was. Yeah, and that's one thing that you can come across that like when you see a really happy person or it's yeah. a really loving person, you're like, ah, I hate that person. Yeah. I hate that person. And it's like and it's it's yourself. You're yeah, hating actually, yourself yeah. that you are not able yeah. to be like that. Yeah. But what's interesting is when you meet a person like Ramdas. Yeah. He removes it. Yeah. He just, he me- yeah. You, you, you just, just love him. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's, impossible not to love Ramdas. Mm. Uh everyone loved him loves him yeah. then meets him it's just impossible not to love such a person That's but it's very easy to hate others unfortunately uh, and but it's interesting that you say what you say that you think that you hate that person but in reality what i realized during this concert was that i wasn't actually having a problem with her i was having a problem with myself that i projected on her because i didn't want to look at my own lack of love for myself yeah uh, and that's pretty much true for all of this when you judge other people it's actually always rooted in a lack of self-love yeah and as soon as i realized that i went into a bad mood but then the next thing happened and this all this took place in just a few minutes i realized that i don't have to laugh at the joke uh, i don't have to put myself down not for laughing it's okay to be me mm. and and i found uh, a love for myself and immediately when i found the love for myself and could accept myself as i am my love for her was just there mm. because when i loved myself I have no, I had no reason to judge anyone else, yeah. and that was really interesting. And I went up again and had this high again, uh, this bliss moment when I realized I, I can just be myself and be comfortable with that. And that's what's interesting with with the Kirtan concert yeah. is when you're in the highs, there's yeah. no problems, there's yeah. nothing. <laughs> you just you're just bathing in it yeah. and in the bliss in it, yeah, and yeah. you go into the mantras, you go into the music, and yeah. it's everything just wonderful. But in a Kirtan concert, there's ups and downs. Yeah, and Things surface. Yes, things surface, surface, and they become clear. Yeah. Because you're coming from this high and you're yeah. experiencing the low. Yeah. If you're just in the low all the time, yeah. you're just unconsciously going through these things and you don't yeah. notice them. But when you're coming from the high and can see the low, yeah. that it brings it up to the And pre- that's when you see them for what they are. I could see that my judging of other people was actually judging myself Mm. and that's a big step because when i see that that's the moment the opportunity for transformation uh, which i took at that moment because i had just had this high i was in this sea of love so i could just accept myself and what's over i went up again yeah that's really good thing you said there an opportunity for transformation yeah uh as i said before a concert might not necessarily transform you no but it gives you an opportunity yeah. for transformation yeah and that's that's really key i think yeah but you have to be able to you have to have the courage to look at yourself mm-hmm. and that can be very painful from time to time yeah um but it's worth it <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> yeah, we're all, always getting closer the more yeah. we peel off the, the closer we become yeah um one thing that I want to bring up, uh, during, during one thing I experienced during the concert with Krishnadas was when he song the, sang the song Namo. 
mm-hmm. from the latest yeah, album. Yeah, I think it was song. called Om Namo Gurudev before, but yeah. now on, on the, the album Trust in the Heart is called Namo. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a song towards Neem Karoli Baba, and it's yeah. it's a beautiful song. I just yeah. loved it, and yeah. uh, just before the concert, also I just listened to it so many times yeah. and just felt a connection to it. Yeah, but when he sang it live, um, something just opened up in my heart, like just love pouring into yeah, my heart yeah, yeah, yeah. and i just started crying and it yeah. was like i don't know thousands of people yeah and i was sitting there crying by myself like not feeling sad but what i saw was like everything in life every moment everything is just through grace yeah everything comes yeah. from grace yeah from god's grace or maharaji's grace which, whichever you want to say but yeah just seeing the grace in everything, like yeah. everything is just grace, yeah. and that feeling is quite, quite powerful. It's quite powerful, and it's very comfortable, comforting as well when you realize that all is actually well all the time. Yeah, uh, we don't have to struggle with everything. Uh, we are taken care of in a way. Mm. Uh, grace is always taking care of us, uh, even when we suffer. Yeah, uh, suffering is also grace. Uh, Ramdas says this all the time. Suffering is grace. He even calls his stroke a grace. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was just beautiful to see. And uh, yeah, and Ramdas was cool also when he talked that he loves everything. I mean, mm. he said, "I love my aches and pains. I love everything." And be to sit with the person that actually do love everything and be in the presence of true unconditional love is just yeah yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's the challenge i mean yeah. you can you can be loving when the conditions for being loving are there yeah uh, but when you in in his case yeah he has with the stroke and yeah. how his body is, uh, all the pain that he has to go through yeah. and can still feel love towards that and everything. That's yeah. just, that's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, it gives you hope <laughs> basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it's <laughs> perhaps possible for, uh, for myself one day. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful to meet people who yeah. kind of been, done the journey and actually succeeded in a mm. way he, he says he says to himself that uh, that he's not really all the way but in my eyes he's come quite a long way at least uh, and yeah for me he's like a full-blown guru yeah. pretty much and uh, i also want to bring up one more experience during the krishna's concert the most powerful experience was that i n- had these ups and downs, uh, getting high into bliss love and then getting down, mm. feeling bad. And I started to notice that it was something there witnessing it all. And I have noticed this before during meditations, also during uh, psychedelic uh, journeys that I have had uh, uh, in recent years. But it came back to me in another way where I could connect to it much more deeply, where I started to notice during the concert, okay, it's actually something that never really leaves me in the background. Mm. And then it just came like that. I remembered God in my heart. Mm. Uh, And it was not a discovery. 
it was a recognition of God inside my own heart, radiating out. And this experience just blew the hinges of, off. I mean, tears started running and I was just in this beautiful, open, loving space where I loved everything. Mm. I could feel the taste of what Ramdas perhaps feels all the time. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say, but just feeling God in my own heart as me. Mm. I mean, it, there was no difference between God and me. It was in me, mm. as me. And I think that's what all spiritual practice tries to do and what yeah. everything is aiming towards is yeah. silencing of the mind because yeah. the heart is always there. Yeah. It's not something that you'll have to find. It's something that's already there. It's just that you have to remove like the filter. Yeah, and I think like attending a concert and being in presence of someone who has removed the filter. Yeah, that that helps. That removes yeah. it for you. And, helps. and these people who have walked the path before us, and they can really it can really be really helpful to meet these people and have these glimpses. Mm. I mean, when I came back home, my normal life with all the stuff that I have came back of course but mm. still i remembered god in my heart i still remember god in my heart i can always return to that experience that god was right here mm. and he never leaves me and it's not actually a dualistic god either it's it's in me as me mm. and it hasn't really left me since then Uh, even though I go back into my suffering and all my personal dramas and all that stuff, yeah. there's something has happened. And it became very clear when I was sitting on the plane back home to Sweden. And I was I bought this book uh, at um, they had this store in back uh, at the church where they sold all Krishnadas' album and Ramdas's books. And they also had this book by Dada, the, the great devotee of Maharaji. And I bought a book of his. I, I don't I remember exactly what it's called. I think it's a, a devotee story. Yeah, we can put it in the description. Yeah. Uh, and when I read that, I was really thinking about Maharaji because most of the book are stories about Maharaji. Mm. And then I started to think about Ramana Maharshi, the, another guru that have affected me a lot. And when I sat there on the plane thinking about Maharaji and Maharashi, uh, Ramana Maharshi, I noticed that I couldn't make a distinction between the two. Mm. They were one. And my mind became very confused mm. because in my mind there were two different individuals. But in my heart... They were one. And then I started to think about Ramdas. And he was the same thing as well. I couldn't distinguish between Ramdas, Maharaji, Ramana Maharshi. And I started thinking about Krishnadas and other gurus. And they were all one in the feeling. And it was really confusing for my mind. And my mind tried to understand what is happening, what had happened inside me. And intuitively, I just knew that it had to do Well, with remembering God during the Christmas concert, but in particular meeting Ramdas, mm. something happened 
because this was an, a glimpse of oneness, basically. Yeah. Where I, because lastly, I thought about myself, and I couldn't distinguish myself with Ramdas or Krishnas. Even whatever I thought about, it felt like one. Mm. I mean, it's all just different forms yeah. expressing the formless. Yeah, and what happened even a few days after that was I realized that it was all thoughts. Mm. Maharaj is just a thought. Mm. Ramdas is just a thought. And the layer behind that is this presence that is Maharaj, is me, is yeah. Ramdas. And I connected to that un- and underlying consciousness that is all one. Mm. And I had never experienced it in this way before. And it just happens just by this meeting Ramdas and Krishna Das. <laughs> Pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's truly amazing. And I feel so humbled and blessed. Uh, and of course, I feel that I've been pulled back into my life. My my dramas continue as they used to do. But something has changed. I can feel it. I am feeling more humble, a little bit less self-centered. I mean, I'm still self-centered, but a little bit less. I can feel it. And, I feel yeah. it. <laughs> and that's ex- at least a step in the right direction. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, less you ca- the more or less you can become in your own ego the better of course and um, i mean it's it's a journey it's a road that we have to travel and yeah it same goes for all of us we all have to walk this path and all the all the small help you can get along the way just just be sure to take it and actually one of the things that i realize right now that happened and i think this happened during the christmas concert when i realized what you just talked about it's just about repeating the name over and over again. And when you start to do that, uh, I feel that the chase mm. for enlightenment, for results, yeah. is not that important anymore. Because I yeah. know after this that if I just keep doing it, it will happen by itself. And I have absolutely no control of it whatsoever anyway. Yeah, it's all grace anyway. So just do it and enjoy the ride, basically. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm not sure where I read it, but uh, or who said it, but it's uh, all about. I mean, we don't really have any control of if I do this, this, and this, yeah. it will happen at this time. Yeah, it, it's it will happen when it's bound to happen. So in the meantime, yes, do as much as you can. Be yeah. humble about it. Yeah, keep like if you. Uh, so was someone who said like if you put in a quarter or like if you put in a certain amount you get the get a threefold back yeah so just keep adding into the jar just yeah ram ram into the jar do the practice and also i feel more and more that hanging out with people who are interested in the same thing i mean it hasn't it doesn't have to be you know like ram das and this really advanced beings but just hanging out with other people, doing it together is really helpful. It gives yeah. you small glimpses and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it makes the practice easier. Yeah, um, and more fun and loving. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, one thing I want to touch, I, I think I missed to mention this, and it, it's 
a little bit related to um, one thing that I had experience of during the Kirtan concert is when we were in Kanchidam yeah. after we had visited Kanchidam. Yeah, where uh, Maharaja yeah. used to stay in uh, India. This was during our journey to India. Uh, one thing happened during the the night. I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I remember just feeling like there. Everything I felt was coming from the heart. Yeah, there were no nothing in the mind. Like the mind was still there. Yeah, but it was not. All my thoughts were just coming from the heart. Yeah, and I just remember I was in this like just love pouring from the heart, and mm-hmm. I remember everything throughout the day, like uh, with all the meetings throughout the day with people. Like, why didn't I do like that? Yeah. Why didn't I approach that person with love? Yeah. Why didn't I respond with love? Yeah. And when I was in the heart, everything just became so clear. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't I do it from the heart? Yeah. And uh, it, what also dawned on me when I had this experience is that the heart is there. When you just let the heart speak, yeah. all the actions, it's not like you have to, in your mind, think about, I'm going to be loving no. and do loving actions. No. If you just in the heart, all the actions will be loving. Yeah, you are love. I think yeah. Ramdas says it. You don't act you lovingly. Don't act loving, you yeah. are, are being love. Yeah, it just falls out of you naturally because you are love. <laughs> yes, remember, uh, I fell asleep like lying there. Like I hope this feeling isn't gone when I wake up. I hope this feeling isn't gone when I wake up. And then I wake up and it's like crap. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm back to me yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling it happens million times. Yeah, and when you connect, I mean, when you meditate, for me, often when I meditate, I go into this really nice place, and I can see. But ah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna meet. I'm gonna act like that when I meet people in the future. Yeah. And then you meet people that don't like, and you act just the old way, yeah. being this jerk. <laughs> and you, and then, oh my God, why didn't I? practice the thing that i realized when i was in meditation but i mean yeah. but you always gradually, do the best you can yeah mm-hmm. and to be honest gradually you do become a little bit better person each day yeah it do happen things and it's so easy to beat yourself down you know because not taking these really huge steps mm. because you want to see as a westerner you want to have big results all the time but yeah, I'm it's thinking it will happen well. overnight as well. It's like... Um, yeah. And maybe it can, but it's not up to you anyway. No. <laughs> so <laughs> so just, just do it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. So I think uh, that covers what we experienced throughout this, these events and yeah. meeting with these wonderful people. And yeah. if you ever get the chance to meet Ramdas Krishnas, take it. Be yeah, sure yeah, to go yeah. There. It's going to be worth people. every penny. And I realized that uh, the week after this Thanksgiving satsang, he had his retreat, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite expensive. And I realized that, oh my God, I should have gone to the retreat as well. <laughs> I mean, I could sell my soul just to get there again. <laughs> no, not really. But I realized that it's really worth it. Uh, yeah. It's worth every penny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you want to read about these um, experiences that we have had, we have written articles about it. Yeah. So you can find that on our website or on our Facebook page. Yeah. So be sure to check it out. Yeah, a lot of pictures uh, and more details uh, on the website. 
And if you want to know about us and our journey, we have written books. Uh, you have written Illusion and a book about love and happiness. Yeah, The Illusion and a book about love and happiness, uh, which covers... A book about love and happiness is actually a free ebook that you can download on our website. Uh, it's a technique that came to me during a spiritual experience on how to create love and happiness in a quite easy way. Uh, and The Illusion is a book about... My journey, basically. Yeah. I have had a very... We have had a very interesting journey full of amazing experiences, actually. Even though we are still in our egos, battling. I mean, we have we have been so blessed also. And we have shared all our experiences, troubles and tribulations as well in our books. Uh, and also you have your book, Stepping Into the Known. Yeah, it's about... For me, it was... Um like the spiritual world open up from yeah. one one day to another and it's yeah. it's been an amazing journey as Magnus said we have had tremendous experiences together yeah and um, if you want to read more about our journey be sure yeah. to check it out Tobias just have this amazing story actually of going from not being interested in spirituality not knowing anything about it having this huge experience just mm open everything up uh, your book is truly interesting uh, yeah hope so, so. check it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright like. I think that will be, be it for, for this episode and yeah. uh, hopefully we can make more episodes in the near future yeah yeah, we will for sure do that alright hmm? so thank you for listening thank you thank you bye bye bye